Welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. You know our purpose is to have fun talking about small business. That's what we do. When I say we, I'm talking about myself. I'm Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my longtime business partner, Adam Sunhalter. And we're living the dream in Willoughby, Ohio here. It's a 7.30 p.m. wonderful, wonderful summer. Well, it's not summer yet. It's a spring night. It's almost like summer. But uh, we're here to talk small business, and we'd love to hear from the, the listening folks out there who own a small business or who are thinking of starting a small business. We're going to talk about what we like to say are how questions. What, what vexes many business owners are these constant how questions. Every day they have how questions. How do I make this payroll? How do I hire good people? How do I get more sales? How do I set my selling price? It's really an endless stream of questions, all starting with how. So we like to say we get owners of small businesses unstuck from the state of how. So how you doing, my good longtime partner here, Adam Sunholder? You said we. I thought you have the wee man in here with you. The wee man. We should bring the wee man. We will one of these nights. All right. It's good. It'll be a very entertaining for us. Yes, things are a beautiful evening here. We're excited to talk about some very good small business stories with our how questions. And as Jack mentioned, you're always, always welcome to be part of the show. You can get us live here in the studio every Wednesday from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 440 Nine four six nine four six eight. The telephone number again is four four zero nine four six W I N T. In between the shows as well, you can also uh, hit us up on email at radio at maximumvp.com or go to our website maximumvp.com forward slash how. And there's a little form there to put a how question in. So the hows are how we define what we do to help owners of small companies get unstuck. We've been kind of messing with that phrase, the unstuckers, here for a little while, too, to get people unstuck from where they are. Kind of like Elliot Ness, huh? Remember Elliot Ness? You I wouldn't remember, remember him. I don't remember him either, but I remember, I remember the stories. Yeah, well, again, I've seen the movie with uh, Kevin Costner. That's right. The Untouchables, they're referring to? That's correctable. Right. <laughs> so we'll make a movie, The Unstuckers. That'd be good. We have, we have, we have some good candidates from our clients we could put on there. Although it probably wouldn't be uh, kid-friendly for a lot of the clients we've got, but that's okay. Make it make it entertaining anyway. We try to that's clean right. it up a bit. We have so many stories from our clients, it's unbelievable. It's always, where do we start? So we usually like to start around a how question because there's so so many of them. They're endless. They are. And if you own a company, if you work for a company, especially if, if you work for a smaller company, you probably hear that happen a lot. How do we do this? How do we do that? How, do we, how, how, how? How keeps on coming out of people's mouths in terms of, they have an idea where they want to go, what they want to do, and they aren't sure how to go about doing it. So we have lots of answers to those how questions. And a big part of our show here of Dirty Secrets of Small Business is to help share a lot of those stories. Um, some, some, some of them are success stories. Some are maybe some tough stories. Maybe the things didn't go so well. Mm-hmm. No, but that doesn't mean you don't, you, you, you don't keep on going. We keep pushing forward when the, the how questions never end. You know, because you never get it all figured out, right, Jack? You kind of you always have new ones that come up or new things that that you encounter. That Absolutely. If if there are people, and I know there are out there who who have how questions. Again, either you've been in business for a while, or you're starting up a business from scratch. I know. So does Adam know because we've helped hundreds of people go through their how questions. There's no such thing as a silly question. We have a lot of fun with stuff. 
So, again, you know, contact us. Get on the show. Be part of the show. Uh, we, we could probably help you out. Well, in fact, I know we can. It's not a probable. It, it, it's a certain. We could certainly help you out with a how question. So don't feel shy. So I got a how question for you, Adam. Fire away. I got one, too, but you can start out. Okay. So how do I stay focused when my personal life is in flux? Or how do I stay focused when my personal life is might even, I, in my mind, falling apart? Now, what owners do you know that have personal lives, Jack? Uh, boy, that's a good question. Coming back. How many owners' How many owners' personal life are in a state of flux? That's more the question. Uh, I don't know any of them. I think they they live in they they're, they're living the dream. They basically have have uh, started their own business and they're in business for themselves. So they they don't uh, uh, they 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 aren't reporting to anybody. No one's controlling them. They have more money. They know what to do. Isn't that pretty much how it goes? That's right. Depends who you talk to. You know, we we, we find that many owners of small companies don't have don't have too many hobbies. Um, again, they, they they do have a life. Uh, many are uh, either in, in relationships or are married or, or have kids and all that kind of stuff. They you know they they do have some kind of hobbies or, or family stuff, but it's not a a line in the sand where it's uh, I guess demarcated. Is that the right word to demarcated, use? Demarcated. Yeah. I try to use big words as you always like you to, do, to point yeah, out, that's Jack. A, it's a military term, isn't it? But it kind of it kind of melds <laughs> together. It might be a military term, you're Maybe, right? Maybe, yeah. You sunk my battleship kind of thing, right? So it's not defined because the business part, as we've talked about many times in this show and many times outside of the show, the lines blur between personal and business, and it kind of just it becomes part of your day. You don't say, you know, we, we had a client years ago who took over a company after a, a parent passed away, and she was, she was I guess, lamenting early on and then kind of came to really embrace it that the way life used to be bef- you know when mom and dad were running the company was it was it was eight hours of work it was eight hours of kind of play and then eight hours of sleep that's when very, mom and dad were running yeah the company. it was very you know it was very you know regimented that way and very defined you know hey turn that turn the clock off at five o'clock and I'm done and I kind of, you know, I can go play for a while and I take a nap, come back up and do whatever. As do, as do most employees. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, then she was saying, okay, now that I'm an owner, I don't have that anymore. Again, when I say she was kind of lamenting or almost kind of, I would say bragging about, but kind of just kind of starting to embrace the idea that, well, my mind doesn't turn off and I have trouble falling asleep at night sometimes, or I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep because I've, I've got an idea about this or ways to address this situation or, or, or an opportunity that, that just came to me. I've been wrestling with for, for, for months that finally finally clicked. And so we could tell, and we, you know, we smiled when she was talking because we, we, we said, okay, she finally gets it. She, she, she knows what it means to be a business owner. And so, so many people don't. And we have been looking, as, as I said at the outset of the show, Adam and I have been together in in uh, business partnership for over 15 years, and we have been looking for that switch, that switch that well-intentioned spouses, well-intentioned uh, friends, who will tell you, "Hey, stop thinking about business." Oh, okay, I will. I'll stop thinking about business. I'll find that switch. We have yet to find that switch. So I don't think it's possible. I think what we're going to do next time we go to mm-hmm. one of these business trade shows, Jack, we should set up a... Um, we found the switch booth. 
Well, no, I was thinking about setting up you know, how you go to the airport and you've got those, uh, you know, the, the security checkpoints you have to kind of go through and you get the wand and be able to kind of pat people down and say, well, yeah, we're, we're here to check for the switch. I like see that idea. Find a switch, yeah, right? that's, a, that's a good idea. Because I agree, we, we've searched high and low and, and it's, it's very difficult to find. And so often, come back to your, 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 your how yeah, question. How do you stay here. focused yeah, when, so when your personal life is in flux or it's falling apart? How do you do that? That's a good how question. And what we often find is that the business part becomes a salvation for the owner to a certain extent. That's correct. You know, and that uh, you can kind of lose yourself in the work, so to speak, and block everything else out for a little while. It's a, it's a nice respite to kind of go through. It's, it's kind of similar, you know, if people um, get an illness and people often want to kind of take, take some burdens off them in terms of what's going on, what's not going on, and they often look for that you know, that distraction or that sense of normalcy. You know, I've got, we have a friend's kid who's going through cancer treatment. He's a junior in high school. And he's been in and out of the hospital a ton in the last, you know, eight months. And he really looks forward to times to kind of get some schoolwork done or, you know, he even goes and takes a run. But something that's more kind of normal. Is yeah. that's, that's right. Get back to what you know. And so as an owner of a business, to be able to, 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 to get focused on the business part of it, and kind of get away from some of the personal issues for a while can be very energizing and very, very helpful. Hey, business owners out there, here's a dirty little secret. It's okay. It's okay to live your business and think about it every day for many, many hours while you're awake. And even while you're sleeping, it's okay. Don't feel about or don't feel guilty about thinking about business and doing business so much. Because you can't break away anyway. You just can't. If your business is successful, chances are you're putting in hard time. And that hard time is thinking about it, thinking of ways to improve it, to make it better. So don't feel guilty about it. The dirty little secret is you're allowed to think about your business a lot. All right. So hold on to that thought. When we come back from break, we're going to touch on how do you go about staying focused when that, that personal life is in all kinds of turmoil. So stay tuned. Uh, I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. We're business coaches with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We help owners of small companies and or startups get unstuck from the state of Howell. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, the new 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. When your rooster crows at the break of dawn, Look out your window and... Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. Hello, Adam. I'm Jack Mancini. Hello, Jack. We're still here in Willoughby, wonderful Willoughby, with a beautiful outside temperature today. Beautiful springtime day. We're here live, and we would love to talk to you small business owners out there and make you part of the program. It's better than being here dead, isn't it? It sure is, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a bunch of how questions, and we're only going to deal with one or two tonight, unless you uh, uh, participate and throw your, your how question into the mix tonight. Yeah, let me tell them how they can do that, Jack. You can reach us here live in the studio, again, every Wednesday from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern. The telephone number is 440-946-9468. We'll get you on the air and listen to your how question. And if you'd like to... T- chime in the questions we're talking about. We have one question we've thrown out already tonight, which is how do you, how do I stay focused on my business when my personal life's in flux or 
a total disaster, a mess is kind of going on. And so we kind of framed that a little bit to start here in the first segment. I guess we should maybe delve into a little bit about how do you, how would you go about doing that, right? And so one of the first things that comes to mind for me is taking a day off. Hmm, it's a good one. Because <clears throat> most things that we talk to our clients about, most things can wait 24 hours. So short of the actual building being on fire, getting ready to burn down, if you take the day off, things can usually wait. And you don't have to do anything elaborate. You just change the routine, do a little meditation in a, in a non-formal way, just break up the routine. That's really the key. Right. And so you can do, you can do things kind of to, to kind of get away a little bit. And depending what the personal situation is going to be, you may go by yourself to kind of get away and, and reflect and kind of just get, you know, get yourself focused and cut out the distractions. Or you may, you may um, if there are certain people in your life, whether it be a, you know, a significant other or, or a kid or a sibling or a, you know, whatever it might be, maybe you spend a little time with them, try to work through whatever the issue is going to be to kind of bring it to a head. And what happens is that you'd be amazed that the, the statement someone like that makes, that, hey, I, you know, if something's in flux, I'm listening to you. I'm taking a day and let's go. Let's go away. Let's try to figure this thing out. Because usually where a lot of the challenges happen is people say, you know, hey, you know, my, you know, my spouse, you know, you know, my kids don't understand and say that I don't have time for them. So you make <coughs> some time. Take a day. Well, Start with that's, that. that's a good way. That's, that's one good way. Another good way, and there are a lot of good ways, and we'll go into a number of them. And you, again, out there, you feel like uh, you have some good ways, definitely throw them in, become part of the program. But another good way is to, to change your work area around. Get yourself reorganized. Throw some stuff out. Uh, if, if you do uh, have an accumulating stuff, clean your files on your computer. Uh, you know, bring a picture in or take a picture out. Make some physical changes in your work environment. And basically that, that, that creates a little bit of a mindset because even though you're sitting in the same place, you come in tomorrow, even at the end of the day, you're going to feel uh, a sense of accomplishment and that change just uh, provides rewards that, that are very hard to quantify. It's, it's a move forward, you know? You're, you're being able to focus not so much on the negative in your personal life, although those thoughts will, will keep entering, but for the most part when you're doing this, you're busy, you're productive, you're making a change that's lasting. And it, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, satisfying I guess would be the best word. Yeah, it's... Uh <coughs> The, the, the physical differences of kind of just jumping into something can be uh, a tremendous sense of accomplishment, but also let your mind kind of wander a bit. You know, I'm a big fan, and I got a I got a 14 year old son here who's never mowed the lawn, not because I don't want him to, to learn how, but because that's my time to kind of get away, especially in the summertime. I get a chance to kind of go out and just let my mind wander. A bit I notice you come in with good ideas when we meet the day after, because your your fingers are all green. <laughs> and I, I know that's the tip-off that uh, you have some pretty good ideas that you thought of that day before. Yeah, it's, I find that time to kind of get away and just let my mind kind of wander a bit. And you can, you can you know, let your mind focus on something else. And the, the mind works in mysterious ways often where, you know, things that are troubling you will kind of work themselves through or the ideas or solutions will come after kind of doing something. So to, to, to make simple changes in your work environment, you know, like that, like purging stuff. Purging is... If if you haven't purged in a while, I'd recommend purging something because it's it's amazing that the the relief you get you, you can almost feel a weight off your chest, off your shoulders, where you can breathe a little easier. 
Um, it's and it, it's really not that difficult to do. Once you kind of get started, it's amazing how that kind of will snowball a bit, and that will help you get that refocus on work stuff because it's going to help again. It's going to help get you re-energized a little bit, get you a little mm. refocused. You said the key word: refocus on work stuff, and that that is that's key. So another way is to decide to identify, not identify, but sort of help define three projects that that. Uh, you've been neglectful on with your company and you keep putting it off because it, it, uh, the time isn't just right, but those three projects that are going to impact profit or some area of your company that's been bothersome to you. So sort of jump into that. Jump into that exercise of three projects and start to give it a, a level or two of definition where, again, what you're doing is taking your energies that are are involved with negative thinking because, you know, the personal issues, whatever they may be in your life, and you're directing them to something more productive in your business. Your business is like a, a, a lifeboat, and quite frankly, you know, you can put a lot of effort and energy into that, and you're going to get positive reaction to it, and you're going to make things better. It certainly helps. It's certainly a way to deflect negativity in your life. It's one of those things that you can have some control and some input on it, because, again, often there are things in your personal life, and it's true in business often too, but there are things that you can't control. You know, somebody getting sick or, or, or you know, if, if uh, you know, something bad happens, an accident happens, whatever it might be, you know, if this is, somebody passes away, there's, you know, there's all kinds of, if you have kids and all of a sudden teenagers are getting into trouble, there's all sorts of things you can't really control per se. And instead of... I guess wasting a lot of time and energy worrying about stuff. Go yeah. sit in the corner there, biting your fingernails. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, why? Or you feel like kind of curling up in a ball and, and, and just not uh, not engaging with somebody, or just you know not. It can be very have a very negative impact on the business. So part of why right way this topic kind of came up is the idea of okay, how do you how do you not let it then spill over? That's always that's usually where where, where, where the trouble starts is when people take personal issues. And they bring them through that doorway in the morning. Yeah, yeah. They don't try hard to, to uh, get rid of them. They they often even aren't con- they're unconscious or not conscious of, of what's going on. How they're they're blending the two together. They don't try to make the break. They don't know how. And they aren't thinking of it. If you don't think hard and put that energy towards trying to change something, you're going to do what you do. Right. And it's usually going to be negative in this case. And that's contagious, much like yawning. Oh, so there it goes. No. <laughs> that was a bad. That bad was a bad fake, right? On. So the the, the 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 positive or negative energy <laughs> becomes very contagious. So if you come in bringing your big baggage full of problems with you, and it's bringing you down, or you're sharing with somebody else, it's going to bring them down. Sometimes it's helpful to share the burden, but what are they going to do about it? Right. If it's a personal issue that you're going through, now usually your workplace uh, employees are not the place to to unload. Another way to, to deflect is to basically get a uh, get a good friend. If you have a good friend, you might not have a good friend, so we'll have to cross that one off. But if you do, call your good friend and go out and have a beer, go out and take a walk, go out and do something that would allow you to sort of chat about your personal life that's in flux. And don't be afraid to always talk about your business and the impact of that stuff on your business. It's okay. Guys, sound like uh, what was that Matt Damon movie? It's uh, where he could solve the math problems. 
Oh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, where Robin Williams finally breaks through and he said, it's okay. It's okay. Remember that? I it's do. okay. It's okay to think about your business and talk about your business. If you're successful with your business, chances are that's what you do and that's why it's successful. So don't throw it away with guilt or don't cross it off the list. It's very, very important. All right, Jack. So now that you've got our business owner listening audience in tears, like Matt Damon from Goodwill Hunting, let me kind of give them a few minutes to kind of catch their breath. And we come back from the break. I got another how question I want to kind of throw out there. We can keep talking about this a little bit too. I got another one that's kind of kind of related, uh, but I think it may, may give some other ideas and some some fodder to this question that you're talking about too, in terms of ways to kind of um, stay focused on your business when your personal life's in in uh, some sort of turmoil. So yeah, I can't wait, Adam. I right. can't I can't wait till the next. You're gonna, ha- you're gonna have to wait a couple minutes, Jack. Really? But, but yeah. Come okay. back soon. All right. So stay tuned. I'm Adam Sunhalter, and I'm Jack Mancini. And as I said before, we are partners and maximum value partners and we kelp help kelp we help help owners that's a fish we help owners get unstuck from a state of house stay tuned for more dirty secrets of small business on integrity radio wint 1330 am 101.5 fm the new 101.5 fm and online at com. businessmen they drink my wine Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I am Jack Mancini. We're with Maximum Value Partners, and we're business coaches. And we're here tonight in beautiful, beautiful Willoughby, Ohio, on a nice spring night. And we're broadcasting live here. And what we're broadcasting are issues and stories and, and things relating to the how questions that small business owners might be wrestling with. And we got a couple tonight. Adam's going to introduce another one. But before he does, at the last break, right when we were going out, our linguistic expert corrected me on on the word kelp. And kelp was not a fish. It's a little seaweed there. Or maybe it's a big seaweed. But it's a seaweed anyway. And it's not a fish. So I stand corrected. So it's a big part of the big part of the whale's diet, and got us to talk about a Little Mermaid movie and Splash and lots of good stuff. So sorry, it brings up good. <laughs> good memories and good discussions. So, um, as we said before, you're always welcome to be part of the show. We encourage you to do that. And the best way to get a hold of us here in the studio every Wednesday from 7:30 to 8:30 p.m. Eastern Time is by calling in here in the studio. Number is 440-946-9468. Again, 440-946-WINT. And so we were chatting a little bit earlier about how do you stay um, focused on your business when your personal life's in flux. And I got another how question, Jack, that kind of relates to that a little bit. And how do you how do you stay on top of your game? You know, it's kind of kind of related to that. There's some different ideas I've got in terms of this, but again, it's it's tough to stay on top of your game and stay pumped up and and stay inspired um, as an owner. And how do you kind of do some of those things? So a couple couple ideas or suggestions that I've got for you. First of all. What I find very helpful for me personally is to focus on something else. Focus on somebody else in particular. So focusing on others. So volunteering is a big part of what I do. So whether I coach kids' sports, do I, you know, whether I do things at the, at the kids' school, things through Rotary, get involved in the community, helping a neighbor out. But, but to focus on somebody other than myself, I find it energizing every time I do that. Because whatever is worrying me or burdening me, I kind of forget about it for a little while because I'm focused on that person in front of me and their needs and what's going on with them. 
And it's amazing how I come out of that. I feel refreshed every time. Well, that's a good one, you know. And and uh, what about working out? It's we never, one got, no, yeah. not we, yeah. we maybe me, but uh, <laughs> I never work out as much as I like to. And like most of us, or at least many of us for sure, it's often difficult to push yourself to go to the gym or wherever you do work out, even if it's in your house or wherever. But once you do, you just feel better. And and really what it comes down to is is challenging yourself to do something a little uncomfortable. And when you do, usually you walk away from that with a feeling of satisfaction. In fact, I would say it's rare unless you pull a muscle or do something when we're, we're talking about uh, working out, it's rare that you don't feel that way. And that allows to, to, to create a lot of positive feelings, and from those positive feelings, it can transfer to your work. And that's another good way to, to stay on top of your game. I like that. I had that listed out as one of, one of mine, too, because it's, it's, it's a healthy, uh, healthy escape. And it, you know, with the way the endorphins are, you know, the way the body works, and when you do something, it, again, endorphins uh, are they in the ocean too? That's right. They hang out with the dolphins usually, and, the, and, the, <laughs> and they both <laughs> eat kelp, the, right. the fish kelp. I'm swimming with the endorphins, Jack. That'd be good, <laughs> wouldn't it? You can make a lot of money doing that. There's another business idea for any of the, those of you out there looking for stuff. That is a good business idea. <laughs> another way uh, that I find very helpful. Um, this is especially for, true for those of you who may spend a lot of time in the car driving around. I know we, you know, we spend quite a bit of time in our cars going, you know, going all over the place. And if you have um, either certain radio programs or maybe podcasts that, that you like to listen to, and i got a couple I tend to listen to, and, and Jack always knows one of my favorites is this uh, guy named Joel Osteen, which I'm guessing many of you have heard of him or seen him before. He's yeah, on Millions he's of on people TV. know him. Yeah, right? he's on TV. He has a big church down in, down in Texas, and... I'm not one of his uh, followers from that standpoint, but just he's one of those guys that, you know, he has a station on Sirius XM as well. And I can't go five minutes listening to the guy and not just feel better about life, circumstances, whatever it might be. But, again, just five minutes listening to the guy, I always feel better. So if I'm feeling a little bit down, I kind of flick it onto that channel and, and guarantee. Because you know, what they do is they play a lot of his, he has like half-hour, you know, sermons or preaching kind of thing. And I, I can listen to five minutes of, of one of those and I'll feel better. So whatever it is, again, but you know, so I know it's a good thing for me to kind of go to if I'm feeling a little bit down, a little bit in the dumps, to kind of just say, hey, flick, flick Joel on for a few minutes, and all of a sudden, hey, I feel, I feel better ready to kind of go tax stuff. You know, I got a couple of different podcasts I listen to. Hopefully many of you um, subscribe to our podcast, which you, which you can do on iTunes or, or Stitcher. Or that. I, I, I just <laughs> have to say that. Those podcasts are excellent, excellent. <laughs> we know many of our clients listen to those things religiously, and they can't get enough of us. But uh, for those of you who aren't clients yet, it's a good way to kind of get some ideas or, or get refreshed or maybe you hear some stories or things that maybe you're, that you're challenged with. But there are other podcasts that are out there that help kind of get you recharged. And so you may have things in terms of different hobbies that, that you enjoy. They could be, you know, faith-based things. They could be things, you know, whatever it might be, where you say, hey, this is a, a good thing that, I, that that comes out once a week or couple times a month that you can kind of listen to and just again help get your get your recharge and kind of get your mind out of whatever's kind of right in front of you to kind of get it get it out somewhere else and it's amazing how you can often take nuggets you know for me you know, I like to watch movies too or shows and you know there's often there's often depictions <coughs> of business owners and entrepreneurs whether it be in parts of movies or parts of shows right and some some do it pretty well and they, you know, they, they they do a good job of of kind of giving the, the the standpoint of what it's like to be an owner. Some don't do so much. Your point earlier, Jack, you're talking about how people kind of see the owners. Hey, they got no problems, and 
they're making all this money and kind of have a carefree life and everything else, and that's kind of their impression. I want to be just like them. That's right. right. Yeah, that's the feeling. But to, to kind of see what's going on, and and often if, if you have some of those the, those shows or movies that, that have entrepreneurs in them, there's often little nuggets you can take from those things. Where you'll say that's a good idea, and maybe that's not helping with the with an issue that I've, that I've thought about now, but it's something that I haven't wrestled with in a little while. Whatever it might be, but you can usually take little nuggets from those things and apply it to your your day to day life. And that's that's very helpful, very powerful to be able to have those kind of things that you know you, you can kind of tap into on a regular basis to kind of help you get. Get recharged. But, again, looking outside of yourself to kind of get recharged a little bit. Yeah, getting and staying on top of your game requires you to do more than just work in your business. You you have to, to, to be on top of your game. You, you have to go into environments that are different. It's a change-up for you. And from that, you can stimulate ideas in your mind that otherwise uh, would not be stimulated. When you work on a project, you know, just incessantly and you, you keep working at working at 12-hour days and you don't take a break, you don't pop up, you become stale. The ideas become somewhat rigid in your mind. You now, sunlight doesn't come through and start to shine and all of a sudden say, hey, if I tweak it this way, it's this, this might happen. And all of a sudden, a great idea or an advancement in your, in your project, if you're, you know, in your idea changes in a positive way. And that's how you bring energy, and, and, and again, you feel good. It, it re-energizes the whole process, and all of a sudden, you even get better. It just kinds of exp- it explodes. And people who are on top of their game seem to do that a lot. So how do you come up with new ideas? You don't keep sitting in the same dark room, pounding your head and doing whatever you're doing here. You've got to break it up. You've got to go out and visit with people. You've got to read. You've got to watch uh, something, be it television or... or or whatever, you know, get on YouTube and basically uh, look at some crazy stuff that's going on there and laugh a little bit about it. And come see, on, have come some on Jack, fun. tell them what your favorite YouTube thing to look at is. I know what it is. Uh, what do you? Yeah. <laughs> Any kind of animal videos. I love animals now. I've become a real softie <laughs> for animals. I've always liked animals, but I like them even more now. Right, so, so so Jack's especially film, those softy ones right, too. Yeah, yeah so. whenever Jack's feeling blue, if you watch it, you know, it used to be for those of you who remember the America's Funniest Home Videos. It's still, I think the show I was still watching exists. that the other night. Yeah. yeah, so they still have version of that on. But again, there's a lot of those kind of videos that are on that are <laughs> online too. So, you know, for Jack to spend like two minutes doing that would be giggling about stuff. And just again, it helps to kind of you know, it breaks the it breaks the it, patterns. Right? It yeah. breaks those rigid patterns that are created when you. But I like one of our clients too. who... Uh, has his YouTube program on, or he sits back with a beer and explains electrical stuff. Right. He's got about 40,000 clients, or 40,000 watchers, or f- more than that, you know, but a big number. Well, YouTube's, y- YouTube's good for that. It's also good for, uh, here's, a, here's another idea, Jack, and um, you diesel like this, and disc prawns, diesel, you know, the, the, the dominant driving, demanding types disc, like this. Is that disc, is like my, no, the be disc summer. <laughs> <laughs> your CD, uh, spine like, is no, like, like your compact discs, Jack. Remember those? You can put oh, those, CD yeah. Well, okay, I got a bunch of those yet. <laughs> that, you know, that, that, that crazy behavior assessment that we use as part of our leadership development. So the, 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 the Ds in there who like, who like change. Uh, trying something new. So those of us who are more kind of Cs and Ss in disc parlance don't like, you know, we like things to kind of get, um, to work well, to kind of get routines down and everything else. And the idea of trying something new is often 
intimidating or overwhelming versus just jump into it. Hey, we just got it all. Yes, yeah, we just got it all season. Yes, we just got it all working right now, and you want to come around and change it. Right. Of course they do. So (laughs) so try try something new, and so um, it can be it can be real simple. You know, like you know, being a homeowner there's often stuff that breaks down, right? And I'm not I'm I'm not naturally kind of a handy guy, um, but our house is. 16, 17 years old now, and so things are starting to wear out a little bit, you know. So, had a fence problem a couple weeks ago. My father came and looked at oh, no, no, no big deal. Had an issue with the drain. Well, went onto YouTube. YouTube's got great stuff. Had, had a nice four minute video. Here, here's a way to do it. Watch it, okay? You can also do it yourself. All of a sudden, you feel you feel empowered. Something no new kidding. to you. Yeah, you use that a lot. You yeah. use, uh, well, if I, if I, why not? Right? Yeah. I find it very, you know, very empowering to kind of solve often it's maybe little situations but it was hey yeah how do you you know i was having a drain issue and you know little things snapped off i couldn't get up well here's how you take that drain out I'm like well, what do you do he said Here, here's a here's a homemade way of so getting this expensive tool we can use you know some needle nose pliers and a, and a wrench and here, here you can get the thing and oh you don't right. bring a sledgehammer that's the only tool i have <laughs> it's is a sledgehammer <laughs> so <laughs> that would work eventually <laughs> right but to put it back together it becomes <laughs> tough sometimes right <laughs> but but the idea of trying to embrace something new because what happens when something's new you got to focus on it. So, if you're if you're driving to work the same way every day, you can just zone out, right? You don't have to pay attention to what's going on. You That's just kinda, amazing, kinda isn't it? There, right? Yeah, how you you all of a sudden realize you just went two miles and and you didn't know it. Yeah. But if I you have to try something new, all of a sudden, okay, you you you're can pay attention. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're no, focused on it. That's right? a very good example. So, try something new. If you if you're if you're kind of feeling down, you're just and again, it could be almost anything. It doesn't need to be. I'm not saying go skydiving or something like that. I know that's not a bad idea to try too. But no. you know, it can be something very simple, very little around the house, or, or, or and something that's not necessarily in your in your wheelhouse. Something that's not necessarily natural for you. Just kind of do it because you, you'll get a sense of accomplishment. Of again, and we have very similar you know, things. We, you know, we were just talking to a client this morning about that. We're trying to get them, to, as simple as it sounds, to institute a weekly meeting. They finally oh, got it after after about eight months. They finally got this weekly meeting down for you know for the last five and weeks. The elation yeah, is, high is fives. amazing, amazing. Okay, so it's a, it's a great sense of accomplishment where something new and everybody's rallying around that's something new. So you can do something new for yourself as well and help get yourself re-energized, feeling good, come back to accomplish something. But it's a very very good way to try to kind of get things going a little bit. Well, I got a question I got to ask you. You just use the words wheelhouse. Yes. What the heck is a wheelhouse? Do I, don't you know know, what I don't know what it is, but I want to uh, I, I, I give her a that's, really, that's something That's right. something that a suit and a tie would uh, be talking Hold on. about. So why don't you, why don't you <laughs> educate us when we come back from the break here, Jack? We'll be back here uh, <laughs> in, in a few minutes. You on what, what a wheelhouse <laughs> is. That's right. I don't Just know what a wheelhouse is. Wait, we're going to about wheelhouse when we come back. All right, stick hey, to Adam, Hey, Adam, uh, <laughs> that sounds like it's right in our wheelhouse. <laughs> How much do I hear that? You know, like, what the hell are you talking about? I, I, I got a challenge. All right, that's Jack. I'm Adam. We'll be back here. We'll be back here in a few minutes. Stay tuned for uh, more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, the new 101.5 FM, and online at (laughs) WINTradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I am Jack Mancini, and we are struggling right now to use a <laughs> definition for the word we or words oh, yeah. wheelhouse. Well, that's one word. Right? We got definitions out. It's a matter of trying to find Not out where. Two words hyphenated. Find out where it came from. You know, I mean, and people think they know area of expertise. It's used in baseball in terms of hey, that's where the hitter's <laughs> hot zone is. Maybe they'll hit hit the ball hard and hit, hit home runs out of it. There was a 
Uh, reference to, to an old English guy sharpening knives down by the river kind of thing. It's not like the guy, the the uh, motivational speaker, Chris Farley. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Remember that? That was an SNL skit. He went up in a van down by the river, right? That's a yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. that guy? Oh, that's a good, that's a good one, Jack. All right, so. Look, well, look. I'm going to go around more. I'm going to challenge more and more people when they use that term. I'm going to stop everyone in mid-sentence and say, hey, what, what is a wheelhouse? What does that mean? Nine out of ten people will get it wrong. Matt, Matt Foley was the guy's name. <laughs> Matt Foley. Matt Foley, the, the, he's a motivational speaker. <laughs> Wind up in a car down by the river. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be sharpening knives down by the river. So we aren't doing that tonight. We're talking about... What are we talking about? Lots of how questions about how to stay focused on your business if your personal life's in flux, how to stay on top of your game and, and pumped up, and, and we've shared some, some good ideas with that and a couple of ideas we have here before we, we close our show out. One of them... Wait, I'm wondering, before you get in, I'm wondering if anyone in our listening audience might have a how question. They might. What do you think? How, well, do, they they get, how do they get a hold of us? Is they gonna, what are they going to do? They can't walk in the studio here? You're right. All right, give us a call. We're live in studio from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. Number here in the studio is 440-946-9468. Again, 440-946-WINT. If you can't get in uh, before the end of the show, you can feel free to email us at radio at MaximumVP.com or go to our website, MaximumVP.com forward slash how, and put in, there's a little form there. You can put in your how question and kind of put it in there. Excelente. Yeah, we're here every every Wednesday night at 7.30. We would love to have you part of the show. All right, so here's something. <clears throat> People talk about to-do lists. There's also what I'm very fond of, which are not-to-do lists. And In fact, the often the not-to-do list can be more important than your to-do list. So one of the things not to do in order to help you know, stay on top of your game or energized, Jack. You follow me yet? <laughs> so far. <laughs> okay, so, so far, it's vague. I, I'm ready. Right. I'm almost ready to lose you, but all that's right. all right. So don't spend time with any, with, with folks or situations that, that sap you of your energy. There are those, we, we, we often refer to them as oxygen suckers, right? The yes, folks that come do. in, they just literally <laughs> suck every bit of oxygen out of the room, right? So if you have some spats with your spouse or your business partner or somebody who's a family member who's part of the business, and as soon as you come together, it's 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 just bam. You got to smack heads, and, and and it's just it's negative energy. Avoid those situations. And avoid engaging in that. Just you know, kind of smile and nod. There's, there's a lot of. Oh wait, should you leave? Should you just get up and leave? There's see, people are are too worried about sure. what That's they're gonna. Yeah, if you if you if this person. <laughs> If this person is full of negative energy, chances are that's not the first time, and and you want to avoid them. So, don't be afraid to get up and walk out. If you're a negative energy guy, and I can see it in your aura, uh, I, I'm gonna say, "Hey, Adam, I gotta go," and go. Right. Versus sit there and smile and be nice. Screw them. Yeah. Screw them. So screw avoid, her, avoid, screw avoid those situations. If they tend to be confrontational, they tend to be insulting to you. You know, there's lots of things you you can check out for you know bullying is very a very popular topic these days. There's, there's very simple ways to to avoid stuff like that. You can smile and say thanks for noticing, Jack. That was great. You know whatever you said, right? <laughs> hey, you're a total a-hole. That's great. Hey, hey, thanks for noticing, Jack. Right? Okay. Then, then what happens, right? Or say you know what? You're absolutely right. Usually that, that, that's a great way to kind of just shut somebody down. Hey, you know what, Jack? You're absolutely right. 
It just stops everything. And then you, 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 can, you can kind of move on, right? They might get emboldened and then take <laughs> off. So not take off, leave. Take off with, with more or whatever they're talking about. But at that point, it's okay. I'm going to take off now. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll take off the <laughs> yeah, other Yeah, they'll end. do it. They'll do it. That, uh, that's right. So, so you're often aware of what those trigger points, people, situations might be. So avoid those. If you're feeling a bit <laughs> down, that's not, you know, unless you're a D. Now, Ds might enjoy those. So Ds would be the, the counter to that. Find situations to get into arguments or, or to create some, you know, some you know, discomfort for somebody else. Again, to kind of shake things up a little bit. So find those kind of situations. It could be, it could be, hey, you're out, you know, you're out at a restaurant and you're, and you're mad at somebody for doing something silly. Whatever it might be. It could be, you know, one of the patrons being a total a-hole to, to, you know, to one of the servers. It could be something, but just find ways where you're going to, you're going to be able to, to kind of pick on tell somebody. somebody how it is, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, I was going to say picking fights. Okay, well, find somebody to pick a fight with. Usually you can do that. There, there's ways to kind of get energized. Depending Every, on there's a way for everybody. That's right. There's a way for everybody to get energized. So if you want to be a saving a soul kind of person and, and somebody's sucking out the oxygen with negative energy, you're going to give them compliments and, and tell them it's okay. And what are you going to do? You gotta get up and you gotta leave. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> leave. <laughs> That's what you do. So, again, avoid energy suckers like that or situations where you can get there and pick fights. Uh, you mentioned before too, which you didn't touch on, which is which are books. You mm -hmm. know, many folks don't have time to read, but some people people do like to read. So part of me getting away and, and be able to kind of you know you have nice spring days like today to kind of you know, get outside and read a book or every, get an audio book. Every business owner, Adam. Every business owner, small business owner, all large ones too, but mostly small ones, should should be subscribing to Inc. Magazine. Oh yes. And they should have Inc. Magazine on their desk or somewhere handy, and when they want to take a half hour diversion to. To uh, break whatever mood they're in, Great idea. peruse ink. Ink is I-N-C, by the way, not I-N-K, like the ink in your pen. Ink is ink oh, as, a, that's as right. an incorporated. I've been spelling it that way for... Well, good thing you're on their mailing list, Jackson. I don't know spelling it anymore. But, uh, yeah, so ink. Communication's always key with us. That's why we got two of us together to make sure we're at least communicating more often than we're, than we're not. But Ink Magazine, you're absolutely right. They, they, they do a great job of having a lot of articles. They usually have a couple feature articles that might take more than a couple minutes to read. But they have most articles you can kind of you can read through an article and it's one or two pages, and within a few minutes you can get you know, get some ideas, get re-energized, kind of have a new way of uh, of looking at things. And it comes from different business leaders. They have some regular columnists are in there, or just different stories about different companies and what they're doing. Very stimulating, very very positive uh, reading for a small business owner because, as Adam said, you you can relate. You can relate to so many. Articles, so many business approaches, and and uh, we we just find it, you know, a tremendous resource. And if you want to put thoughts in your mind about making acquisitions, or perhaps start even starting a new business, or or enhancing a, a line of business that you're currently doing, you could peruse the Inc. 500, the Inc. 5000, and here are companies, small businesses. Often sales under a million dollars a year have been around for a few years that have have demonstrated tremendous sales growth in just a matter of a couple of years and they give a thumbnail sketch of what this company does and and it's by category so here's fifty five hundred companies doing things that have been successful and often could easily be duplicated and become a business model for you. And it's fun. It, it's just fun, and it, it can be very profitable. 
So yeah, Inc. Inc. Magazine and the Inc. 500 and 5000 are great lists. And from a book standpoint, if you have not yet read it, every small business owner should read or listen to the audio of a book called The E-Myth, E-Myth Revisited. Yes. E is an entrepreneurial by a guy named Michael Gerber. It was a great inspiration for us, and it tells, tells a fantastic story about an entrepreneur baking pies and tells her story about what it was like to have to do everything except bake those pies. But it's a very easy read. A good listen. You know, the, the author reads the, the, the book himself, and you can almost picture him sitting around with an ascot and drinking a, drinking a glass of scotch by the fireplace. He kind of tells a story. It's a very interesting story. <laughs> I think one you'll you're, you're relate to, you'll laugh a lot, you'll probably see yourself a lot in that. So very, very good books like that. Um, th- those are great ways to help to kind of get you get you re-energized, kind of stay on top of your game, which is very important as an owner to be able to kind of do that. Yeah, you gotta you got to have ways to pull yourself out of the abyss. Because boy, it can it can get pretty daunting from time to time, and you gotta put on a, a a good face, an inspirational face, to the degree possible to your employees. That's one of your jobs. All right. Well, thank you for joining us again on uh, this week's edition of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Uh, we're here, like we said, every Wednesday from 7:30 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. Eastern. If you have questions before, give us a uh, an email at radiomaximumvp.com and give us a call 877. 877- Eight four nine zero six seven zero. Okay, Adam, I'm ready to wrap it up, buddy. Ready to wrap it up. All right. In case you missed a part of this show or any other show, you can get it on um, the archive part of wintradio.com. You can uh, subscribe to us on uh, our podcast and iTunes and Stitcher and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, join us again next week and learn more dirty secrets of small business next Wednesday, seven thirty p.m. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, wint thirteen thirty a.m the new 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. Hello.